Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready, steady, go. What was that about? <laughs> we should say that every week. Ready, steady, go. Hello and welcome to After Work Drinks. We were doing that when we were... Okay, I've, I've definitely already talked to you about the turtles, right? No. Oh my God. Had the most special time of my turtles. entire life, Grace. Have I you? love turtles. Same. Have you ever <laughs> snorkeled with them? Um, Not with a turtle, no. I've had very boring snorkeling experiences, which is why I never go. Where have you snorkeled? Um, I snorkeled in Exmouth in, uh, off the west coast of Australia, which is like the most beautiful place ever. And me and my dad and my brother got like stuck in a rip and we ended up just seeing no. like empty coral. It was just like we saw no wildlife. Just you got stuck in a rip. Yeah, I'm exaggerating. We got stuck in a That's so scary a mini rip. We just got pulled away from the fun things. I'm not a true like Kiwi Aussie. I get so scared of the ocean now. Being an being an adult, That's I don't know. I just feel like I'm not a confident swimmer. I <laughs> yesterday Amar was like, "This is this is how crazy I am, right?" And also, I love exaggerating things for people who don't under, who just don't know context. So he was like. When you're in Sydney, will you go to the beach and go swimming? And I was like, don't think I have time. Um, but, like, maybe. And then he was like, would you go to that beach? And I was like, Bondi. And he goes, yeah. And I was like, no, you don't swim there. It's dangerous. <laughs> I do feel the same. I do. Yeah. I am I know. When I was a child, I was so fearless. Now I'm, like, scared of the tiniest wave. I'm very scared of sharks. Yeah, my... I was like, tourists die there all the time. He was just like, oh, my God. And then afterwards, I was like, he's going to go around telling people that Bondi is really dangerous and everyone's going to be like, it's actually not. Yeah, I, I, I said to, like, someone recently, like, when I was growing up in Perth, someone would, like, a shark would kill a person, like, every week or something. And I looked up <laughs> and there'd been, like, four deaths in 25 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so this – so I feel like I've, I've – been snorkeling once actually I've been snorkeling once in Tahiti which was really really beautiful Mm. but um hadn't done it properly in this way where basically we went out on a tour with these amazing people and they took us to like the this place called the passage in Rarotonga which is really dangerous to go to by yourself actually no shit not lying Mm. a tourist died there like three weeks ago um and and like a, a kiwi man not like someone who hasn't been in the ocean before. Mm. And then we went out with them and we had our little goggles on and our little like breathy thing and flippers and we get out into the water. And then um, he was like, okay, if anyone knows how to dive, you can do that here. And I was like, I don't understand what that means. And it turns out what it means is you can like dive under the water with your 
just with your snorkel on and hold your breath and then you can go super low with and swim with the turtles and then you come up and you just like puff out of your mask which will not be news to anyone who's ever done it but for me I was like what the hell and then we're with these people who had been snorkeling heaps like this one girl who's like just got quite a wealthy family and just often goes on their boat and she was like diving under and looked like a little mermaid and we were like choking on seawater but anytime I went under and there was a turtle it was so special and I was like diving with the turtles and I was literally like the most pea brain experience of my entire life came up and was just like I want to do this every day I want to become a professional snorkeler (laughs) I love snorkeling I love turtles I and I've like not not stopped looking at the photos of the turtles I get it. I know whenever you're at, whenever I am immersed in nature, truly, I'm like, this is, yeah, have a pea brain. This is my calling. I belong amidst the turtles. I should have just quit my job and become, yeah, like a, someone who does this as a job. It's really, mm-hmm. really special. I couldn't dive because I get, I would get the the bend. I mean, I think you don't, can't get the bends as snorkeling, but my ears would have gone crazy. Bad ears. I'm the same. Bad ears. Bad ears. Good heart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't even remember. There was like something I was going to say to you because I thought I'd already told you the story and I was going to like be telling you a different story off the back of it. But it's special that I get to tell all the girls on the pod that snorkeling is the best thing ever. Sea turtles are the best thing ever. How big is a sea turtle? How, how big we talking? It varies. I think the biggest one that was around was 88 years old. Mm. And they all hang out in the same spots. So the di- the people who took us out knew which turtle was which. But we had this really funny experience because the guy who took us out is really knowledgeable, grew up in Rarotonga, like has been doing this since he was a kid. And then they just made it into a business because it was, yeah, it was just super organic. And he obviously, we were like trusting him with our lives um, it all felt very special and he would go underwater and take these beautiful photos of us as we were diving and it was all calm and serene. And then on Saturday night, we saw him at a bar so fucking wasted that he like didn't even know his own name. And then he, we went and got, we went to get burgers and then we saw him at the burger shop, just like getting in his car to drive away with his eyes like half shut. Oh my God. And I was like, this is a man who had my life in his a reckless man in the palm of his hand that's so those guys that's so that yeah. energy of a person they're like big dog they're like big dog on the snorkeling trip or they're like big dog on the safari trip you know they're just a they're just a man yeah and yeah i mean snorkelers have fun as well but I, it was just funny because he was like, he saw us waiting for our burgers and came over and sat at our table and he was so wasted. He like couldn't even keep his eyes open and his wife had like her head hanging out the side of the car door, like trying to vomit. Oh, I love that. And them. he was waiting for a burger called a wet cheeseburger, which is when they soak the buns in coleslaw oh, and then you eat it. I don't know how Apparently I feel about delicious. that. Yeah. But yeah. And then I was like, that man could have could have killed me <laughs> i nearly sick. died <laughs> i nearly died snorkeling <laughs> the end of the story is that i nearly died snorkeling because my instructor was death experience. <laughs> <laughs> have we ever talked about i don't think we talked about this at the time but this um this term was going around where a workplace 10 where people were talking about how people in certain contexts become really really hot to you and then you show them to people outside and they're like what and how that work mm-hmm. there's a workplace 10 where it's just the hottest person in the office so because everyone else thinks they're hot your brain gets warped and that's how affairs happen yes. but <laughs> yes no for sure that is such a that's absolutely true I feel like that's true with like the snorkeling guy or the trip guy or like the camp leader when you're in school just people in positions of power you suddenly or who are good at something like snorkeling it's true with me if I'm just single <laughs> like if I'm single I'll like look around the room and be like who's the hottest person here isn't that so or, true like most charismatic single, person here there's hot people everywhere or maybe that that's just being in your like 20s I think you also just or not bored but you just you like just want someone to direct that crush energy onto mm. so you'll just look around and be like any mini miny mo. <laughs> 
this idiot is the one. I did it so much. I wish I could pull up. Do you know what would be really funny for the live show, even though we're like time travelers right now and this is before the live show, is if we could pull up. I don't know if this is funny for anyone else, but like a list of like the different people we've dated and go through them. That is actually that would that would feel not only (laughs) an hour and a half, many hours. That would be so fun and funny. We could put up like Getty stock images. To, to, we should protect their privacy and um, discuss each one. We could do a projectionist. We could do a picture of Jesus. Yeah, the more I talk, the more Amar realizes how many people I've dated. <laughs> he was like, "You're a, you're a little slut." Like the other day, <laughs> I was like, "My old Rarotongan boyfriend, this like my blah blah." blah. He was like, how many Rarotongans have you dated? And then we can, like, go to the next country. (laughs) That's so good. I love it. The Oscar noms have come out. Not much to report, I must say. Except that America Ferreira got nominated for Barbie, which is very, very special. They heard us. They heard us talking. I do think they probably do base the Oscar nominations around our thoughts and feelings. I agree. I do truly feel that way. Like, that's how delusional I am. Like, I I feel like when we talk, (laughs) it puts some energy in the ether that contributes to things actually happening. And that's probably concerning. That's manifesting. It's just manifesting. On a higher frequency. If we're manifesting and all the girls are manifesting who are listening, it could affect the old men at the Oscars. Yeah, exactly. Barbie got, like, sweeped, got nominated for everything, which I guess is not surprising, but I did think they might pull a, a Oscars thing and be dicks, and they weren't. They didn't nominate Greta for Best Director. What? Yeah, and Margot didn't get nominated for Best Actress. That Okay, so, yeah, I knew I knew it would get a snub, and yeah, now I'm looking. So I saw it got best nominated for best picture, and that it got um, best supporting for America Ferrera. Yeah, that's pretty bad. In yeah. Grace's defense, it's six a.m. and the Oscar nominations came out like five minutes ago. And um, I sent you this post, but you must not have opened it yet. But it's basically Diet Prada being like the highest grossing movie of 2023 was shut out of several major Oscar categories. Greta Gerwig was simply robbed from Best Director, while Margot Robbie was also noticeably absent from for Best Actress, despite norm- despite earning nominations from the Golden Globes and the SAG. Barbie earned a total of eight nominations, including our beautiful girl America Ferreira in the Supporting Actress category, and Ryan Gosling got Best Actor. And then other notable missing noms included Best Cinematography and Hair and Makeup, even though Margot Robbie alone had thirty lipsticks and forty eight wigs. And then it said that because it's still nominated for Best Picture, Robbie, who co-produced the film, is still in the running for an Academy Award. But I, like, doubt they're going to win Best Picture. Yeah, agree. I can just see a world in which the only win is Ryan Gosling for Barbie. For, I know. For supporting, and that's, like, quite troubling. Ken. And then Ken. Gerwig is also up for Best Adapted Screenplay, along with her husband and co-writer Noah Bambich. But then they were saying that, like, the decision to classify Barbie as an adapted screenplay rather than an original movie had, like, just people being confused. Judd Apatow was like, it's insulting to the writers who were, it's insulting to the writers to say they were working off existing material. There was no existing material or story. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. people are just saying, basically, that regardless of your feelings towards Barbie as a film, how do you not even acknowledge the women who made it exist? Ken getting more yeah. nominations for the Barbie movie than Barbie herself. And then sort of just talking about how it's like it's groundbreaking success in the box office, positive reception from like critics and audience. I knew they'd fuck it. Like how do they just fuck it up every time? I get that the Oscars is literally, I think we think like eight white men sit in a room and say, who should we give these to? And they're literally the whole Academy literally just votes. So it's just a numbers game. But I do just feel like, when stuff like this happens, it makes you think they have to have a different way of doing it or something. Yeah, because it's it's yeah it's Barbie, so it's about Barbie. But like both Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig weren't acknowledged in their categories, 
and then it was nominated. That's the same thing as like when you nominate a film. That's what I'd never understand when you nominate a film for best picture, but you don't nominate the director who created it. Yeah. Like, how does that make any sense? Or the lead. Yeah. And then acknowledge the male star for both performance and his song. His silly song got nominated. I'm like, and even the fact that like the Greta didn't get nominated for directing and the screenplay got nominated and that's sharing with her husband. It's just like the only woman who's getting a standalone nod from this whole movie is America Ferreira, which is fantastic because she was fantastic, but that's, that's so sus. Yeah. Her not being nominated despite it being the only $1 billion movie solely directed by a woman. <sighs> Do you think she cares? She would care. She would say it's whatever awards. I don't care, but you would. You'd I be mean, expecting it. She's she, which is cool, is the first woman to have directed three Best Picture nominees: Lady Bird, Little Woman, and now Barbie. Every single one of her movies has gotten Best Picture. That's crazy. That's so sick. Fuck, she's cool. What a she's too big for the Oscars. Girl, I know. Now she has to like go and sit in the audience. It's just so patronizing. Yeah, it's a shit vibe. I think it would have been so fun if those two were nominated. Yeah. Also, just nominate them for the fucking, like, if you, yeah, exactly as you say, there needs to be a better way of doing it because if they were smart and strategic, they would have nominated them for the vibes. They'd nominate they would nominate the them for the, like, for the good fucking fit. Margot would put on if she was nominated versus being pissed off for not being nominated. The politics of that is so interesting. You would have to change your fit. Mm -hmm. You would. Or maybe not. I mean, fuck that, but I just mean in your brain, I feel like. It would just make you less excited. Yeah, you'd consider what you would want to wear. I don't know. It's a funny one because I also think I wouldn't want to wear something crazy if I was nominated. And was expecting to go on stage. I'd want to be kind of not subdued, but just sort of more easy to walk up the stairs. Jennifer Lawrence falling over in her gown. <laughs> I always thought Alicia Vikander like did it so. I just loved her dress so much that yellow LV one. Oh yeah, and it was that perfect mix of something special because it's a special night, and she won, and it was thing, but it was still kind of cute and chill enough and easy enough to walk in. A special girly. Making a film that was critically acclaimed, culturally impactful, hilarious, <laughs> unique, visually exceptional, perfectly cast and acted, left people laughing, crying and thinking and leaving their shitty boyfriends and made a billion dollars at the box office, but no best director nom. Yeah. Truly outrageous. Diet Prada's coming for them, which is really funny. <laughs> they made that decision at the Mojo Dojo Casa house. <laughs> justice for barbie it's a fun it does feel like a fun full lineup of movies though this round this oscars yes what else got nominated for best picture oh i've got it american fiction anatomy of a a long list yeah i haven't seen a lot of these American Fiction, we haven't seen. Anatomy of a Fall, yes. Barbie, yes. Holdovers, I really want to see. It's Paul Giamatti. Hills of the Flower Moon, yes. Maestro. <clears throat> Oppenheimer, Past Lives, yes. Poor Things, yes. And you've seen Zone of Interest. We're pretty good. We're pretty good. We've got a couple to go. <laughs> cool that um, Past Lives got nominated. Yeah, really nice. I know. I feel like Celine should have got nominated for that as well. Yeah, she should have. I mean, it was her first film ever, so like, I get why they didn't. Yeah. Because, because they... Love to do that, but I think she should have gotten nominated. Yeah. An outrage. Oh, yeah, the Anatomy of a Fall woman got nominated. That's cool. I want, I want her to win because I want her to bring her unbothered French energy on the stage. I want her yes. to just be wearing a sensible pantsuit from her own wardrobe and just throw the Oscar on the ground and be like, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So cool. Something we're very sad about is that this Oscars has already passed, so J-Lo's new movie will not be able to take any noms. I really, I've watched that trailer so many times, 
Yeah, I think I'm on maybe six. Rewatch six. And I haven't looked at any um, chatter chatter about it. But is the movie, is the movie, is it meant to be about her? Yeah. So it's like her life story, her life and love. And these are like all her old fiancés. Yeah. That's exactly. crazy. So she's got a new album. The, 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 this is me, a love story. And it's a new album. It's like her version of Lemonade. It's like a musical album. It's so iconic. It looks like the budget was a quarter of a billion dollars. <laughs> it's, it's, the budget is quite literally limitless. When you're, mm. when you, the more you rewatch it and you look at the size of these set pieces and how many locations and how much goes on, how many extras, how many, it's, it's got to be at least 200 mil that they've put into this, I want to say. And it says, it's so special. Um, from the, where does it say? From the heart, soul and dreams of Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. Is how they introduce it. And it was written by Ben Affleck. I can't believe it. I actually can't. It's like a fever dream. This is me now, a love story. So because, yeah, her old film, her old album was This Is Me then. And that was when they broke up. And now Mm -hmm. they've gotten back together. I still can't believe these two. And them getting back together, getting married, and then working on this hugely ambitious musical album visual experience is like very, very special. And they're really they're they're feeding the culture with this. I cannot believe that Jay Shetty was their wedding <laughs> officiant. Did you know that? <gasps> no, but I literally screamed when it showed the list of cameos and Jay fucking Shetty was on there. Same. I was like, I can't. So JLo loves listening to Jay Shetty's podcast about love. And so mm-hmm. she got him to be in her movie. And now you're telling me you got him to officiate a wedding. That's crazy. He's just a guy. Yeah. Podcast host really getting in the midst. <laughs> I know. I know. This could have been us. Um, <laughs> So Fat Joe is her therapist. <laughs> yeah. And he's looking good. He looks good. The list, I think Fat Joe is one of the only people you actually see in the trailer. Thankfully, you don't see Jay Shetty. I assume he will be in, he'll be the wedding efficient again. He will be playing a character he knows well. But the other list of cameos the list of cameos is crazy kiki palmer amazing sophia vergara amazing trevor noah fine post malone fine kim petras jay shetty neil degrassi tyson it's the most chaotic <laughs> list i've ever heard and the sad guru who my dad is obsessed with he's like a, a a spiritual leader and healer based out of india <laughs> how how what? when and where does Sadhguru feature in This Is Me Now? I, I simply must know. And I have to wait till the 16th of February to find out. How is this being released on Prime and not getting a cinematic release? It needs a cinematic release. That's crazy. <laughs> we should just stream it for the live. I wish I wish it was out already and that could have been our live show. Our live show would cinema. be all of us sitting and watching it together and then going home. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. 
Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I love her. This is her being. This is Jayla at her finest. It's her being completely unapologetically herself. It's leaning into all of her favorite things. It's a total passion project. It's slightly nonsensical. There's like an Annie-esque dance number where she's like on a factory floor in a tank top. It's just phenomenal. And I like seeing, as we've talked about before, everyone's becoming so similar. Aesthetics are becoming so homogenized. People are just doing the same thing over and over again. And aesthetic becomes cool on Instagram or whatever. And then every celebrity cops it and copies it. And it's so boring. And I love that JLo just exists in a world of her own. And she's not trying to be cool or trendy or fashiony. She's just wearing what she feels hot in doing her special dance, thinking let's make a movie where we go back through all of my old boyfriends and we have a musical number where I'm in a wedding dress. Yeah. Ben Affleck, you're directing it. Did he direct it or write it or both? I think he co-wrote it, but someone said that credit has disappeared. (laughs) She, I agree. She's unapologetically herself. She's unapologetically her pea brain. Yes love addict self so it seems to span like a lot of genres so there's obviously (laughs) rom-com looks like a musical looks like a fantasy or like (laughs) sci-fi at some parts (laughs) and then an action and then also it's obviously a drama yeah i wonder when the idea came about i get the feeling she's been mulling on this for a very long time She's wanted to write this kind of sort of fictional but true movie about all of her relationships. Yes. And I can't tell if Ben said, fuck yeah, let's do it. I feel like when they got back together and were bussing and thing, he was like, yeah, let's do it. And now she's been like, yeah, 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 let's do it. And she's got him in the writer's room and she's been very uncompromising with some lines of dialogue. And I feel like there was creative tension (laughs) in the screenwriting process. Such as, how does anybody sleep that way when your heart really never goes to sleep? I love that Kiki Palmer is in this. The same. (laughs) Sofia Vergara is also a great addition. Great addition. Kim Petras, great addition. Someone goes, nobody gets me. And she goes, I don't even get me. (laughs) That has been on her mind. That came to her in the shower and she ran out and she voice noted it to herself. And that has been sitting around for a rainy day. And now it is finally seeing, having its time. Being with you feels like home, but I left home for a reason. I wonder how much Prime bought it for. A lot. A lot, a lot. The first scene of them riding the motorbike on the kind of salt flats is that that's her and ben right Mm, yeah i imagine so yes you can just see the side of his little head and then who's she like who's this guy mark anthony maybe that she's hooking up with on the floor yeah yeah you're right that's so ben I'm really excited. When does this come out? Really soon. 16th of Feb. Perfect. (laughs) This only has 3.4 million views, which I know is a lot, but I feel like it deserves more. Half of those come from us. I know. I know what they say about me, about hopeless romantics, that we're weak. I'm not weak. In the 135 seconds, we see Lopez get married several times, make out on the dance floor, dance at a wedding, be accused of sex addiction, sex addiction and intervention. Do you think that happened? 
It must have happened. Concerned friends. Dance in a gym. <laughs> Walk beside a train on a smoky night. Stare soaking wet into a fire. Sing in the rain. Ride a wrecking ball through a robot-filled pit. <laughs> Discuss romantic <laughs> problems with their therapist. Fat Joe. And dance on a factory assembly line. Yeah. It's going to be a rollicking ride. can't believe this is happening. Yeah. And I love that she just dropped it out of nowhere. It's really great. She also, I used to love it when she would act in films. I loved Made in Manhattan. can't remember what else. <laughs> I know. What other movie? But, I loved but yeah, I one. loved Made in Manhattan too. She's just so... I think what I love about her is that thing where people say she's not like a great, great singer and she's not like a great, great actress, but she's just, she's just a showman and she's just someone who manifests and just creates their dreams. And I feel like it's very inspiring to see. Same. And she looks so fucking good. Yeah. She, she's so random. Yeah. And I love that she's just, Always, always has been, always will be. Um, I wonder who she like. Yeah, I wonder who her references. It all comes back to references. Yeah, who her references are. Who she? Who she looking to? What did when she pitched it to Amazon? What did she say this film would be like? It would be a mixture of. That's what's confounding. Is that like the concept is 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 giving like lemonade, but. It, it doesn't even feel like she sat, she wanted to recreate. <laughs> I just have to Lemonade. quickly say the wedding planner, Selena, and Hustlers, and Monster-in-Law. She's been in so many good films. Oh, uh, yeah, Hustlers. The wedding planner. The wedding planner I loved. <laughs> Do you remember that? She was the wedding planner, and then she fell in love with um Matthew McConaughey. Oh, that sounds so... I've never seen it. Oh, my God, watch That's, it. It's good. That, that sounds like a a hoot. I feel like they'd have good chemistry. Yeah. And we did see Jiggly. Jiggly. Oh, my God, yeah. And that one. She acted Ben under the table. Do you think Ben's... Is he still... What's he up to? Is he still acting? He's obviously writing He's this. Got, yeah, he was busy writing this. He's got his own production company with Matt Damon. And they direct their first movie was Air. Which I think was snubbed for some Oscars now that I come to think of it. Do you believe him, him and Anna Damas actually dated? <sighs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I think they like bust and it all went too far. It all got a bit out of hand. It all got out of hand. And then it was COVID, so we all remembered it for way too long. She did go away with him on her 30th to the desert and post those weird selfies. I I do think that about her because she's just such an amazing actress and she's so beautiful and she's so charismatic. And I just wish we could, I wish we could eternal sunshine. Those times, those pap walks with the coffees during COVID. And the Marilyn movie. <laughs> and the Marilyn movie. But she was she was so good like so good in it. But the movie itself was very was deeply cursed. She was also like just so on the up and now no one's it's just she's it's been very silent in Anadamas land. I actually saw her again yesterday because I was rewatching the Ariana DeBose Baftas mm. clip and her little face is on there. <laughs> she looks fearful. She does. Everyone does, apart from Jamie Lee Curtis, who's the coolest person yeah. in the entire world. <laughs> They're coming from a place of fear, and Jamie Lee Curtis is coming from a place of vibes and love. Yeah. <laughs> it's also so funny, because I guess in those moments, you know, when the screen, how we've been talking recently, obviously with all the awards, how it like flicked the audience when the hosts are making jokes about them. We were talking about Taylor Swift's reaction to him talking about to what what's his name? I can't remember. I'm <laughs> talking about um, Jare, Jare, Golden Globes man. Yeah, talking about her being at the um, football, and 
it's quite funny because in that, obviously, we were talking about how, like, that's kind of you, it happening in real time and you, like, not even having a second to process what they're saying and the camera's on your face. So you don't know, you're not even, like, you maybe weren't paying attention and suddenly your name's just been said and you're just like, what the hell has even happened? But mm-hmm. I think with the Ariana DeBose thing in particular, it's quite a good show of your mm-hmm. general vibe because she was singing for ages and <laughs> she was singing for ages before it flicked to like Anna de Armas's face, anyone else's face who was like frowning yeah. and looked upset or who looks who were like laughing. Um, mm-hmm. And they're anti-feminist. They're anti-feminist. They don't know art. They wouldn't know a good piece of art if it slapped them in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the good vibes came from Emma Thompson, who looked confused but like jolly. Michelle <laughs> yes. Yeoh was so cute and elegant, and was like, "Oh, thank you," and like put her hand to her heart. And Jamie Lee Curtis was literally just dancing. Kate Blanchett smiled and like a, she kind of smiled in a, don't know what's going on, but I'm gonna smile yeah. away. But that was better than anybody else. And then yes. Jamie Lee Curtis at the end was by far the best and then her little speech saying everybody should shut the fuck Spicy. up everybody should shut the fuck up is so funny i know i do love her i feel like she just has the best life like she was just married into hollywood royalty and then she married literal royalty her husband's like a count or something or a prince and she just doesn't give a fuck yeah and she manifested him. How? <laughs> what do you mean? She saw him in a movie and was like, I want to marry that guy. And she told her agent to call his agent to set them up. And he said no. And then she said, like, call again. <laughs> and just kept coming. Oh, my God. And then they met and got married. And they've been married forever. Wow. I know. That's a good show that um, we should be, we should go for what we want. Yeah. I think so too. Not wait for men to ask us out. It's like hot and cool. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to talk about Chiara Faragni for a minute. Just because there was this tea with that like cake. crazy popular Italian. <laughs> yeah, tea with that cake. <laughs> 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 I completely miss this. This happened like a couple of weeks ago. I so did we I so thought we talked about this. No. It was the first I'd seen of it. No. It's so funny. It's like she's literally embro- she got embroiled in this like international debacle and it's all over fucking panettone. But weren't we talking sh- about how we don't like panettone? Yeah. But <laughs> not to do with this. No, we were just discussing that <laughs> separately because I got sent like seven this year for some reason. Okay. I thought um, I'd heard of this story because we were talking about how we didn't like Panettone off the back of it. But yeah, she is a naughty girl. So she basically like, what did she do? She said that she was raising money to go to charity. And she, by selling this this special Christmas <laughs> Panettone that had her name on it. And it was like, three times the price of a normal pa- normal panettone and she sold it she sold it through the Lincoln bio because all the money was supposed to go to a um a hospital that specialized in either like women and infant care or maybe women who had been victims of domestic abuse it was it was a good charity initiative and she banked a million euros and apparently she just kept it <laughs> it was so crazy and then how did she get found out because the panettone brand were like we didn't get any money <laughs> How did they not think that was going to happen? Yeah, I don't – that's what's so sus about it. And she – I just thought upon reading it that it was just literally a mistake or it hadn't been done yet. Because I was like, okay, this is – we're still just after Christmas. Like, give her a minute. <laughs> but then it turned it turned into this big scandal where um, people from, like, the – Italian government got involved and she had to issue this apology and it was this classic like she's in barely any makeup and she's sitting down on a couch it's giving Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher where's the apology 
It's on her Instagram, but she's done the smart thing and like absolutely flooded it since. So you've got to scroll down to find it. <laughs> and it's also in Italian and has no subtitles. Oh my God. <laughs> but you can tell from the tone. It's <laughs> also in Italian and has no subtitles. She is so naughty. I can't believe she has 29.3 million followers. She's so, so, so successful and popular. It's crazy. Like I was going through her account, which I hadn't in so long because of this. And there's a thing, what do you call it? Uh, Architectural Digest Italy tour of her second home in Lake Como. And it's two doors down from George Clooney's. And it's insane. Wow. Like she's she just on has like so level. much money. Why would you do this? It's so weird. Exactly. So like, but also in this thing, which the Google Translate has just translated for me. She says, I've always been convinced, okay, this is, I'm just going to like straight read it how they translated it, yeah. which doesn't make that much sense. I've always been convinced that the luckiest have a moral, oh, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> that the luckiest have a moral responsibility to do good. These are the values that have always driven me and my family. This is what we teach our children. We also teach them that you can make mistakes and that when this happens, you need to admit and if possible, fix the mistake made and treasure it and that's what i want to do now apologize and give concrete action to my gesture i will return one million euros to queen <laughs> margaret to support children's care return yeah it's like that's not even really that's not really doing the most like you stole the, that money and you're just returning it you're not even doing anything like above that <laughs> wait what does the rest of it say it's the rest of it says know. But it's not enough. I do I do it publicly because I realize I made a communication error, a mistake I will treasure in the future, completely separating any charity, which I've always done and will continue to do from commercial activities. Because even if the last end is good, if there hasn't been sufficient control over communication, it can still lead to mistakes. So basically she's saying, she's saying mm-hmm. there was like just a communication error. Panatoni Gate. I mean, it was a big deal. Apparently, like Coca Cola and a, a bunch of other quite big brands dropped sponsorship deals with her over it. But she'll obviously be completely fine. Yeah. But I love these. Like in the video, she's non filtered. She's like sitting down on the couch. She's in this like little gray, these like apology sweaters. Her hair's pulled back. She has makeup on, but... She does have makeup on. Pulled back like mine is for the pod, which is not a chic look that she ever wears any other time. Yeah, she's dressing herself down for her part. I mean, I do I do feel like there was this... They talked about how like Italian ministers made jokey references to it in Parliament. There obviously is something where when people like this who just shove this extremely wealthy extremely privileged lifestyle down everyone's throats 24 7 i do think that people are kind of quietly gunning for moments like this and people do jump on them quite gleefully Mm. especially that her own followers which is all part of we've talked about before like the the speculation and humiliation of celebrities but it is just extremely bad behavior yeah, it's also a panettone. It's just so it's also funny. a panettone, which is really, really, really funny. But she, she, I guess it's it's a hard one because like it's just literally how she makes all her money by posting this exact content. But mm-hmm. it's so hard to look at. I just don't even understand how she has twenty nine million people who want to look at this. But then I'm also just like, I guess what's the difference between wanting to look at Kim Kardashian? Yeah, exactly. It's just like, I guess, certain people just don't grind your gears as much, but she's just always, I've not really understood it. I think the fact that it was called the blonde salad always just drove me up the wall. And now I think it's, I do think someone had to be the queen influencer. Like someone just had to be the number one one. And it was just somebody. (laughs) But yeah, I don't. I've never understood why she's is the number one person, but I guess that's just she's kind of pioneered the whole thing, like thing. I think in a lot of ways, mm. that whole aesthetic and style and way of posting. Her wedding was so crazy. 
I know. It was like it was like a royal wedding. Yeah. It's kind of major. I'm happy people like her exist in the world to bring some like drama and glamour. Yeah, I agree. Did you see speaking of Kardashians, did you see Lana Del Rey's Skims campaign? It was so good. Whoever's on Skims marketing team is like doing the best work. Some of the best work in the biz. It's actually crazy. They get it right every single time, I feel. Like every time. Getting Lana for Valentine's Day. There's nothing, nothing could be better. And the shoots are fairly, what I like about Kim is that the shoots are pretty simple. Like they're obviously just a one day shoot. It's a simple concept. Lana for Valentine, simple outfits. She looks perfect. Move on. Yeah. It's not overwrought. She has cats. Yeah. Yeah, they're not trying to like be super, super conceptual about it. Yeah. Nadia Lee Cohen shot it. It's just perfect. She just gets it all correct. Yeah. Lana in the love heart, the flowers, the white flowers shaped like a love heart, just leaning through wearing skims with like a plain backdrop. She honestly has never looked more beautiful. Yeah, I love the one where she's sitting on the ground and she has the two cats and the little bow in her hair. Me too. So good. It's so beautiful. And Kim and Lana are friends, which is really cute. <laughs> That's so cute. Because I remember she sung, she's always said, <laughs> Kim said Young and Beautiful by Lana Del Rey was her favorite song and she sung that at the wedding. And there's this really cute video of paparazzi or something saying to lana how much did they pay you to sing at their wedding and then lana stops and she's really upset she's like they're my friends i would never charge them money oh my god wait at what wedding kim and kanye's the kim and kanye's wedding wow that's really special i know i didn't know that we used to love (laughs) young and beautiful it's like a crazy song (laughs) to sing at your wedding (laughs) will you still love me when i'm no longer young and beautiful Who would you have to at your wedding? Um, that's a great question. J-Lo. I'd love, I think from like a vibe perspective, I'd love to do what those Russian oligarch billionaires do and like, yeah, get J-Lo out for some weird, crazy performance at like 2am because it would just be so funny and fun. Yeah. From a serious, like beautiful singing perspective. I don't know. J-Lo performing at her own wedding is so funny. I forgot about that. Oh, and yeah, she's like dancing on Ben. And it got leaked and they were upset. And Miranda Kerr sang at her wedding, right? Yeah, which is so, so special. Yeah. She sang You're Still the One by Shania Twain. (laughs) Shania Twain, actually, that's a fucking great shout. Shania Twain coming out. If Shania Twain came out and sung, man, I feel like a woman at 2am at my wedding, I would literally have a mental (laughs) breakdown. I'm on it. I'm on it. (laughs) May the record show. (laughs) Your chic, like, your beautiful chic wedding in France and then, like, a Shania Twain impersonator comes in. She comes... (laughs) She comes clicking out in a pair of cowboys. (laughs) I would truly love that. Who would you like? Oh, honestly, I have no idea. Kylie. Yeah. (laughs) Kylie. Kylie Minogue. (laughs) Love at First Sight by Kylie Minogue. Yeah, honestly, probably that. Yeah. I told you, right, like how funny it was seeing it the second time more sober. Because you know how I told you that it was like the best night of my entire life? Like I was like, I was like, it was just the best night of my entire life. Like it was the craziest, coolest performance ever. And then I saw it a bit more sober and I was like, this is really funny that like your drunk self, you with no inhibitions thought this was the best performance of it. Like it was a very good performance, but it was also just like, like literally just not, it wasn't, it was just like, she was just being like a real mom, like kind of just like. She's she's sexy, but then she's also quite awkward and like really Aussie. It was kind of like just I don't know, just kind of like off the beat sometimes. And I was like, this is so funny that this is like what you think of as being like the best thing you've ever seen in your life. I don't know how to explain it properly. It was just really jokes. 
No, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> you're in the you almost had to never see it again. Yeah, yeah. It's like seeing the J Lo yeah. movie really wasted and being like, this is the best thing I've ever seen, and then seeing it like a bit more sober and being like, oh, this okay, it's <laughs> still really good, but. <laughs> Yeah, we need to all, we need to watch Jay. We need to like watch it separately, but together, like how couples do that on a plane, mm-hmm. and then and drink, and then record immediately afterwards. An this emergency is like, episode. Remember we did an emergency like episode. Interview. Yeah. <laughs> after Harry, after Prince Harry and um, Oprah, Meghan Markle, and didn't we like come to my house in like the middle of the day and put it on the big screen? It was like 8 a.m. and I was literally avoiding. I had to get us orange juice for mimosas and I literally covered my eyes to not see the newspaper headlines. I was like, I can't. <laughs> I can't have a single spoiler. That was like Christmas. Nothing yeah. nothing will top that in terms of celebrity tea. Yeah. Possibly in our lifetime. We need to accept that. It's been like a really funny week with doing the live show prep and just being in it. Like, you know, being really serious because I'm like, this just has to be great. Like, la, la, la. And then, like, a Marvel, like, walk into the room and see my laptop and be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, he's like, what is this photo of, like, I don't know where I found it, but I, we're probably not even going to use it. But, like, Ed Sheeran is in this weird, like, Santa outfit on the dock. The dock was, like, this, this like, chaotic, it, like, insight into the corners of your mind and you were like just more pictures like this and it was just this <laughs> picture of picture and I tagged it and I was like where did you even find this I've never know. seen this before and it was just on my screen and I was like furiously typing below it and he was like what the fuck is going on and I was like I'm working shut up shut up <laughs> oh it's so <laughs> yeah is that from this Christmas I don't know. I need to like, I need to Google, reverse Google image search. Reverse Google it. You like probably invented it. You manifested that image. Um, yeah, Meghan Markle, Oprah. It's just her saying it was the opposite about Kate making her cry is still one of the most astounding TV moments. We were both like, She's fucking going for it. I love that woman. Um, I actually, we got to cut it off, girlies, because yeah. I'm in Aotearoa, New Zealand, flying to Sydney, Australia to see you in mm. literally eight hours. Crazy. Um, so, love you girls very, very much. And yes. see you next week. See you next week, girlies. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. 